Ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to HCS Pro Talk, Episode 6, your weekly Halo Esports podcast for the week of February 5th, 2018. I am one of your hosts, as always, Josh, aka JK Fire, and today I'm joined by, what do I want, I don't know what to call it, the producer, Will, aka Mr. Mayhem. Yo, what's going on, man? <laughs> well, I'm sorry. I completely butchered that intro. That's totally That's my okay. bad. That's okay. I was going to try to think of something more clever than that, but it just didn't work out. Um, How are you? Doing good. Yeah? Long work day? Long work day. It's always a long work day. It, it really is. But you know what? We, we get through it together because we bring you, the listener, the best in Halo Esports podcastery. I don't even know if that's a word. I'm going to say it's a word now. It's a word now. It's, <laughs> it's a word now. Um, ladies and gentlemen, like we said, this is episode six. Um, we are coming to you not live from Will's basement. Yeah. It's great. Uh, I'm wearing a special hat today, which we'll get to momentarily. But before we get started in the Halo repertoire that we have today, we had the Super Bowl last night. Yes. I just want to quickly touch upon it real quick. I know some of maybe some of the listeners are football fans, American football fans. And who knows, maybe some of them are Eagles fans because holy shit, they brought the heat. High scoring game. It was a good game. A lot of back and forth. It was. Yeah, it was a good game. I was I was pleased by the performance. I was too. Uh congratulations to the Eagles. Your first I've heard that they've won in like the 60s or something, but it was before like the Super Bowl was actually a thing. Okay. So I think this is their first like legitimate Super Bowl win. Makes sense. So congratulations, Eagles. Um, It just means I lost in the other fantasy league I was in because I bet all my points on the Patriots like probably everybody else did, but whatever. Uh, And then also that Tide commercial or commercials. commercials. Yeah, the continuing... Tide commercial was great. Phenomenal. It that won the Super Bowl commercial ad space for me. They for like, sure. every it made you question if every single ad it was just is, is Tide guy gonna pop up? And not only that, but I'm I'm surprised at how overall good the commercials were this year. There yeah. were a few duds. Yeah. But overall, like I was like, oh, this is wow. Yeah, I think they, they definitely brought it better this year than they have in the past few. I think so I too. F- I feel like this was a good overall viewing experience for football fans what do you, what do you want commercial i mean are there commercial fans but i think there are people that legitimately just watch the super bowl for the commercials well yes obviously so that's, yeah that's their entertainment because they're not yeah. a sports fan there you go um also jt at halftime great yeah i thought it was good i wish i mean the second half he did sing more which was what i wanted but i think overall people are can okay Let's, we're going to touch on this real quick. Can you believe that people are complaining about his Prince tribute? Have you heard about this shit? No, I haven't. What's what's going on with that? I was... So we we're listening to the fan this morning, and because always do, and they were just... Apparently, people are were pissed that he did a tribute to Prince. Not only that, but people think that... that I think I read a tweet on Twitter. This is one person, but... They said, I bet Prince is rolling in his grave right now. Like, are you kidding me? 
thought, I thought it was did. really heartfelt. Yeah, I thought he did really well. Yeah, and it was like he was playing alongside, like Justin Timberlake was playing alongside Prince, and that was really cool. And then the whole fucking city lit up. Yeah, that, that pan out image was perfect. Oh my God, it was phenomenal. With the Prince symbol. I was so happy In with light. that. It was so cool. Um, But no, Tide, you definitely won the commercials. That's for sure. And then also have to give a shout out to uh, Danny DeVito getting hit by a truck. That was pretty great. That was phenomenal. (laughs) Right at the beginning of the game, that was pretty amazing for that Eminem commercial. Um, Not the rapper, like Eminem's the candy. So let me just get that out of the way. But we're we're not here to keep talking about football. We're here to talk about Halo esports because, again, this is HCS Pro Talk, is what we always do. Um, So without further ado, let's get into Roster Mania. I want to make a sound clip for this because. We say this every week and then it never We never happens. do it. We just never do it. Is it because we're lazy? Are we lazy, Will? Maybe. I think we're lazy. <laughs> uh, we should get on that. But let's get into rosters first. Will, I'm going to let you take the first three regions. <laughs> Go for it, man. I, I appreciate you giving me this precious talk time <laughs> to let you guys know that from South America, Mexico, and Australia, there is nothing to report on new rosters. <laughs> Back to you, Josh. <laughs> Thanks, Will. Uh, taking it from there, we have EU, which, and we only have a couple here. Um, the first up, the Leftovers, which was the old name. The roster did not change, but they actually have an organization now. So I imagine this means that they'll be going to MLG Orlando, and their new organization is Team Endpoint. If you guys forgot what the Leftovers or Team Endpoint consists of, it is Buck 20, Morga, Shabby Dagger, and Zuh. Zuh? Zuh. We, we talked about this last week, I think, but we don't know how to pronounce his name, so whatever. And then we have, again, no roster change, but a name change. Uh, Soaring was the old name. Now they have been picked up by an organization as well. Fable Esports. Which, again, makes me believe that they will be going to MLG Orlando as well. Usually, we're getting to the point in time right now where if a team gets an organization, this more than likely means that they will be going to the LAN event, the main LAN event that's taking place. Um, Because that usually means that there could be salaries in place, uh, travel expenses are taken care of at that point, uh, so on and so forth. But again, if you guys forgot who Soaring or now Fable Esports consists of, it is so snaky. Cristola, SLG, and Fragger. So that's cool there. And next up we have North America. Now, I said that I was wearing a special hat. This is the reason why. We talked about this a few weeks ago because they'd been, they they were gone, but they're back again. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm, I'm stoked. Ladies and gentlemen, Team Envious, the organization, is back. And not only that, but they have picked up the Ambush Squad, which consists of I Got Your Pistola, Boo Boo Doo Boo, Saiyan, and Trippy. Will, what do you think about Envious coming back? I'm glad they're back as an org. That's great. They're one of your favorites, as I know, and now, yeah. now our listeners know. And I'm not supposed to be biased, but I mean, who cares? I I I love Pistola. He's one of the most humble people I've ever met. Yeah. And you can you can like a team but still be object. Oh yeah, for sure. To I'll totally be objective of their play, hundred percent. So, especially considering that they've only gotten like top three, four, 
and they haven't been able to knock Splice or Optic out their spot. So I'm I'm expecting big things out of them in Orlando. Does this? Well, I got a question for you. Um, did you think that this means that maybe more organizations come back, maybe EG or anything like that, or do you think it just stays like this, like a kind of one-time thing? It it's really. It's really up in the air. You, you never know. Right. Um, I think it depends if the organization thinks that they can make some money and get have a chance at winning. Though they might dip back into Halo. If not, they're going to, I mean, seems like everything's pulling Away other ways. It. Yeah. Which is unfortunate, but. Um, to, to hit off your point you just said there about making money, I think that was, you answered my question perfectly because. I believe, I forgot who it was on that uh, Envious squad now, but they tweeted out that we, like, we need to get W's. Like, I think they're expecting them to win now. Like, this is, they came back. That Envious squad right now is a great squad. They've proven it time again. So, we'll see if they can actually produce some W's. I'm hoping so. Um, Moving on. Next up, we have another organization coming back even though they never technically left they just haven't announced their roster yet but they picked up double stuffed oreos that's right straight ripping is back this consists of musa nemesis rammy and destroyed good to see them back in the fold straight ripping one of my favorite organizations of all time um tom t squared taylor he's the owner of straight ripping he played on a straight ripping squad in halo 3 one of the best squads i've ever seen so happy to see them Happy to see double stuffed Oreos being picked up. And what was that fun fact you had for me, Will, on the literal double stuffed Oreo? Oh, yeah. So the the Nabisco cookie, double stuffed Oreo, they're not actually double stuffed. Which is fucking bullshit. I think it's 1.5 the amount of filling you get instead of the actual double stuffing. How many years do you think double stuffed Oreos have been a thing? Rough guesstimate. Oh, God. Six or seven? We've been lied to for that long. <laughs> Nabisco, what the fuck? Get it together and give us legitimate double stuffed Oreos. I mean, they're... No, me, don't try to justify no, this. No. I'll say it from my perspective. Okay. There's enough filling in there for me. I'm good. Oh, okay. I don't need the extra. I, I get it. You only like one and a half. You, you, don't, you don't like... like that, never, I don't even know where the hell I'm going with that. All right. Nabisco, I want double stuffed Oreos, not one and a half times Oreo. Um, Next up, we have Rectify Esports. This consists of Juicy, Clips, Just Naxxus, and Vortex. Um, I I apologize if I mispronounced any of those names in that squad, so don't hate me. Next up, we have Mentality Esports. This consists of Case, or Kais, Soul Snipe, Druk, or Druk, and Manny. Thanks, Manny, for having an easily distinguishable gamer tags that I can actually read on this damn show. And next up, we have the Gosu crew. They are making a comeback. Uh, I don't know if the same if it's the same roster as in Pro League, but I know that the Gosu crew was working their way through the open brackets in Pro League uh, like a season or two ago. So this consists of Randa, Munoz, uh, Triton, and VTech. So we'll see if they can produce anything at MLG Orlando. Let's see. Will, should we get into the news? What do you got for us this time? Well, you know what? We're going to go a little bit backwards here from what I actually have on our notes. So I'm going to let you start off 
What do we have for some tickets that are available right now, Will? The Latin America tickets are available for Mexico City. They are on sale, so get those if you are looking to go to the Mexico City Finals. Where is... Wait, when is that taking place? Do you have the link up or no? I was was putting you on the spot. I'm sorry. I don't have the link up. March 17th through the 18th. I'm slacking. You're not slacking. It's okay. You have your phone out. I have a fucking laptop out. I, I can't be mad at you for that. Um... I was just I was just trying to give you more airtime. That's all. You know. <laughs> just, oh my god. Okay. Moving on. This is a hodgepodge episode. I'll tell you what, man. This is ridiculous. But you know, sometimes you need it every now and again. We had a long day at work. We just want to we just want to relax. We're gonna watch that Cloverfield movie, but we didn't watch the Cloverfield movie. What is this? What is this hand gesture that you give me? You tell me to like move it on a little bit here. Quit get rambling. To the next point. Quit rambling. Oh man. my god. Okay. Next up, we have the Master Chief Collection development update. This uh, comes off of HaloWaypoint.com, and we say it every week, and I'll say it again. Links to all the news stories, along with everything else we talk about, is in the show notes. So please go take a look. This article is from Sketch. Again, over at Halo Waypoint, this was published on January 31st, 20... Wait. Yeah. What the hell am I thinking about? I was... Okay, I know you tell me not to ramble, but I literally just had the biggest brain fart of all time where I thought that January 31st, 2018, I thought they meant 2017. Like the, like the year ended at the end of January and not fucking the end of December. Oh my oh, God. Okay. January 31st, 2018 by sketch over at HaloWaypoint.com. Um, Will, I'm sorry. I am going to read most of this because I think this is important. So ladies and gentlemen, if you guys didn't know, uh, Master Chief Collection came out a while ago and it was... Not in the best shape it could have been. Hell, even today, it's not in the best shape it could be. Um, matchmaking times are incredibly long. Uh, there's, I believe there's still bugs and whatnot that are present. Uh, so on and so forth. So, what they already announced, I believe at E3, or maybe it was later than E3, something like that. But they said that Master Chief Collection is going to be updated. And it'll be updated not only for the Xbox One X... To probably support 4K and all that fun stuff. But actually, it's going to be updated to have better matchmaking functionality and all that fun stuff. And this article goes into further detail about that. So, hey folks, with the new year well underway and January quickly coming to a close, I want to share an update on the status of the Master Chief Collection update project. As you know, last fall, Bonnie joined me on our Halo livestream, that's when it was, to share the news that we'd be cracking open MCC to perform some critical updates and fixes to improve the experience for everyone, as well as enhance for the title for Xbox One X. So, it was after E3. That's besides the point. We're excited to officially kick off what will be an ongoing conversation with our community for the duration of the project. Today's inaugural post will cover a few key items. How we're thinking about MCC in the community, where the MCC project fits into 343 Industries, how the team plans to pull this off, and a quick look at some of the progress that's already been made since last year's announcement. Alright, new beginnings. Beginning last October, the 343 team made a public commitment to Halo fans uh, to update and improve MCC. And again, MCC is Master Chief Collection. The conversation Bonnie and I had during the live stream also ushered in the beginning new era of the studio as a whole in terms of how we want to engage and interact with our community. With this project in particular, we are excited to foster a new relationship with our fans, one that is built on transparency, honesty, and consistency. 
We've been working to change how we communicate externally as well as internally, while also improving how we listen and process feedback. This is a partnership built on two-way communication, and throughout this project, you can expect regular updates straight from the trenches with an open, honest look at the successes and challenges of a project as ambitious and complicated as the Master Chief Collection. Likewise, we'll be actively seeking your input and feedback throughout, including hands-on help once we move into public... Public flighting? More on that in a bit. Okay. Being transparent isn't always going to be easy. This does mean that there might be times where we need to have some hard conversations with answers that not everyone will like. It also means we might say things one day that changes the next. We'd rather share as much as we can up front, even if we veer off course later. We ask that you come with a positive mindset and assume positive intent. We can't undo the past, nor will we devail on what could have, should have been. Instead, oh, dwell, I mean. Instead, we are keenly focused on what what's in front of us. An exciting, brand new opportunity delivered the ultimate experience for Halo fans past, present, and future. I'm personally excited to embark on this journey together, and I know that the team is eager to invite you into their world, while also better understanding yours. We're all in this together, and our goal is to make MCC the best it can possibly be with your help. Do you like that little high school musical throw in there? That was, that was great. I thought it was pretty great. You're welcome for that. Um, Division of Labor. A small but experienced team here within 343 has taken on the charter of supporting many of Halo's legacy titles, with MCC currently being their number one priority. There's a wealth of experience and expertise on the team, including engineers, designers, and, and test leads who are intimately familiar with what's good and not so good with the Master Chief Collection. This team is completely separate from the broader 343 team working on the next Halo FPS title. FPS meaning first-person shooter. So, like, every mainline Halo game. There's zero overlap or shared resources to ensure that the larger game team can remain laser-focused on the future. I've read some posts from fans who are concerned that we're cracking open MCC at the expense of the next Halo FPS title. Rest assured that while MCC is incredibly important to the studio, in no way is this work interfering or taking away from the next big thing. We are committing the necessary resources to do both projects right. Before moving on, Will, something that I saw in there, small but experienced team, taken on the charter of supporting many of Halo's legacy titles. Therefore, based off that sentence, it sounds like they're not just going to be working on MCC. Which, who knows, maybe that could mean that Maybe we do get a Halo 3 anniversary. This is broad scope, people. This is, like, probably never going to happen, but thinking based off what that sentence states. Maybe they're working on other updates for other previous Halo games. Who knows? There could be so many possibilities. Oh, so many. Oh, so many. <laughs> um, Moving on. Requesting backup. As awesome as our Legacy Strike Force team is, the MCC update is a big, ambitious project. There's a lot of work to be done addressing bugs, updating old systems, adding visual enhancements, improving playlists, and even potentially working in some bona fide new features. Oh, snap. So, how do we commit the necessary resources and deliver on ambitious MCC goals with a small but experienced team? Well, we're going to need a little bit of backup. We already have plans to mobilize our community for hands-on testing, more on that below, but unfortunately, that model isn't really viable when it comes to working on development tasks with the code base itself. To help us achieve these goals, we've tapped some external support to partner with us through this project. 
We're currently in the process of working through various milestones like getting processes and tools in place, getting familiarized with the many code bases, working through scope and schedules, and generally getting all of the foundation elements locked so there's a clear and realistic plan of attack. Uh, let's see. Okay. I just wanted to see if there was a point like of the teams that they're going to be working with, but I don't see that yet. It sounds um, like this is all very in the beginning stages. Yeah, yeah. And they said that this... I, I thought they said that the 4K update for MCC would be coming in 2018. Okay. So by the end of the year. I think... Now, I I'll, I should go back and look at that. Maybe I'll give an update next show, whether or not that's true. But what I believe they said was it's come. they want it to come this year, if anything. Taking flight together. The second key partner in this relationship is you, our fan community. For starters, we've already have a wealth of feedback spanning years of bug reports and feature requests. I wonder why. Uh, this info informed much of what's already in our internal databases and has been very valuable in forming priorities and production plans for the project. Initial feedback is half of the equation. The other is getting ongoing builds of MCC into your hands via a public flighting program. I am reading that right. Right? Flighting? It is. Okay. This will be a new process for our team here, but if you are already a member of the Xbox Insider program, it'll be familiar to you. This will be a separate version of MCC that's released into the wild for public testing of updates and patches during development. There's a lot to learn here about how to effectively utilize these tools and what best practices we can glean from other partners around the Xbox family, but we're very excited to get this rolling. Currently, the thought is that fighting will, uh, flighting will roll out in incremental stages with a larger potential audience being added with each new update. Initially, we're going to start out very small. In fact, the internal team already has a flight ring set up for just them to test out early updates and get familiarized with the process. Eventually, this will start to expand and we'll look at a mix of both hand-selected participants, i.e. community members who have a good amount of experience and prior engagement with MCC, and then eventually a more open model that anyone can opt in to join. I know everyone is eager to get going, and trust us, we are too, but we don't yet have a date locked for the first phase of public flighting. The latest plans are looking uh, like public flighting will kick off in a meaningful way sometime in the March timeframe, but we'll definitely keep you updated as details are locked. Ready up. If you want to be a part of the MCC public testing process, I highly encourage you to go ahead and join the Xbox Insider program now so you're ready to go when things get rolling. While you're at it, I also recommend joining the Halo Community Feedback Program, if you haven't already. Not only will we likely use this as a means of gathering periodic feedback during MCC testing, it also offers regular chances to share input on numerous facets of the, pro uh, the present and future Halo games and franchise. Will, have you signed up for the Community Feedback Program? I have not. You should. It's a two-step process. Anybody that's listening, you should definitely do this if you're any at all interested in Halo. I don't see why you wouldn't be considering you're listening to this. Maybe you just like listen to us talk. I don't know why, but that's besides the point. Sign up for the program. Super easy. Link will be in the show notes in this article. Do it. Insider program. I don't know. Can be iffy. Can cause issues. Be, uh, be aware. Laying the foundation. Lastly, before we close, I wanted to share a few updates on just some of the big ticket items the team has been working on for the past few months. The 343 Legacy team's technical directors, Greg Herman and Andrew Schneckel, or Schnickel? Cool name. Have both been hard at work shoring up MCC's foundations and updating out-of-date systems, services, and technologies. While I'm certainly no engineer, Greg and Andrew did take some time to explain a few things to me in terms they hoped I could understand. On the technical side, there's been several milestones of note that will pay huge dividends when you play MCC again later this spring. Boom! That's what they... There it is. Later this spring. So 2018. 
that's it. Um, I'm just seeing how much is left. Okay, we don't have a lot left. Thank God. Sorry, this is a long article, but this is this is actually pretty important considering they're actually going back and fixing this, considering how long it's been out. Um, updated matchmaking APIs. MCC launched back in November of 2014, and there have been a lot, a ton of improvements and changes to how Xbox Live matchmaking functions since then. Greg and Andrew systematically updated MCC with the latest and greatest matchmaking APIs that bring forth many welcome improvements. What exactly does this mean? Overall, this results in big improvements to reliability, explains Greg Herman. The older systems used outdated methods which sometimes resulted in instances of parties disappearing randomly and lost notifications between clients and the matchmaking services. Xbox matchmaking services would find you a match, but the notification might get lost on the way to the system, and then the game title itself would never see it. Greg continues, Under the old model, the system software was of the authority on who was connected to who and how. And now, the game title itself takes responsibility for that and gets to decide what the party composition is. This gives the title, and us, a lot more control over party management. The big takeaway here is that the overall matchmaking experience, especially with parties, will work much more reliably following this modernization of MCC's online systems. So in layman's terms, previously, when you'd search for a match, there'd be a chance where it would drop the party. And it would be a big chance because it happened frequently. Now, that shouldn't happen nearly as much, if at all. As long as the gaming, as long as the population of the game is still there. Alright, updated platform uh, XDKs. In order to take advantage of the latest and greatest matchmaking systems that underlying platform XDK APIs also needed updating. That means that all eight of the game engines running in MCC needed to go through this update process. Yes, that's right. Eight separate engines. Halo 1 Classic, Halo 1 Anniversary, Halo 2 Classic, Halo 2 Anniversary, Halo 3, Halo 3 ODST, Halo 4, and Halo 2 Anniversary Multiplayer. Andrew Snickle explains what this means. One of the major implications of this work is that the XDK upgrades now allow us to support Xbox One X features such as increased resolution and visual enhancements. We can also use platform advancements such as the Social Manager, which simplifies a lot of our code around friends and presence management. And foundationally, this update opens the possibility for other things we'd like to explore, like custom game session browsing, Xbox Arena, or Mixer support. According to Greg, updating all eight game engines includes fully retiling textures, recompiling shaders, etc., which is why MCC will eventually require a sizable re-download when it launches. It'll definitely be worth it. That's what they say. It's almost like you're getting a whole new game. Based off that sentence, yes it is. Okay. Hopefully you don't have data caps on your download limits. Like fucking Comcast. <sighs> um, but another thing I saw in there, custom game session browsing. That's currently in Halo 5. Which means that'd be really, really cool if it came to the Master Chief Collection. Because, like, Halo 3 Forge was one of, like, the greatest things of all time. And while Halo 5's is so much more expanded and whatnot, being able to jump back into some of those old game types on, like, on the fly, that's awesome. Good for them if they actually get that in there. App Model Slash Reboot. In the original MCC, you'd have the unified UI running, and then depending on which game you launched, one of the eight separate engines would run, and then upon completion, the software would fully reboot. 
This is one of the underlying challenges MCC had when it came to reconstructing the network session after each discrete reboot. So what do these new changes mean? Here's Greg again with an explanation. Now instead of doing a reboot of the entire process, we just unload the .dll and cleanly shut down each game engine. This means there's less chance of your network session breaking down. You'll also notice a much faster game-to-game -game transition time, greater overall UI consistency, and it also makes it easier for us to manage multiplayer experiences and get players back into matchmaking quicker after a game session ends. So that's important because I don't know the last time you played Master Chief Collection, but I think I played it I played it yesterday before the the game. Um and when you're done, like let's say I play a match of Halo 4 multiplayer, right? I I load in the Halo 4 playlist, I play a game, the game's over. It'll go to the stats breakdown screen, but when you press B, you're kicked all the way back to picking a playlist. You're not like you're not queued up for the next Halo 4 map or a Halo 4 playlist game that you may be queued in. You're not in that anymore. You're kicked all the way back. So maybe what this means is that they won't have that issue anymore and you'll just be able to continually queue up, which would be great. Um, all right, two more segments. We're almost done, guys. Peer connections. One of the last items Greg and Andrew walked me through is a pretty significant overhaul of the underlying network code and, and Master Chief Collection. The Xbox platform provides a baseline mechanism for NAT tra traversal and network encryption, but in practice, the internet ecosystem doesn't always support it as well as we'd like. If you've ever had difficulty connecting behind a company or business firewall, you might have experienced some of these challenges. We've updated to a new code base that does a lot of what the Xbox infrastructure does, but also allows us to add in relays to work around NAT settings issues. What does this mean for the player? Here's Greg with the technical takeaway. We can route packets through separate UDP packet relay servers regardless of your NAT settings. This should result in a lot less I-can't-join-this-person problems. He should have just said that. Yeah. Like, that was yeah. ridiculous. Too much technical jargon. Additionally, with the original Master Chief Collection, peer hosting was used for matchmade games as a, as a fallback if dedicated servers weren't available for whatever reason. We're moving to a model where dedicated servers will now be guaranteed for all matchmade games. Fuck yes. Whether or not that's true, because I know they've been wishy-washy on this dedicated server crap for a while, if that's true, that's awesome. Alright, last but not least, looking ahead. This by no means this is by no means everything that's been done so far, but with this great foundational refresh complete, the team has been able to start on a number of other big ticket items, including general bug fixing, visual enhancements on Xbox One, X, and more. In the coming weeks, we'll be sharing more updates from the trenches of development. In the meantime, if you have questions for the team, please post them over in the MCC forum, and I'll see about getting some answered for future updates. We want to thank you everyone for the support and all the passion and feedback on MCC. We're excited to start revamping up this project and look forward to partnering with you, our community, on this journey. Thanks. Yes, it was a long article. Yes, I'm sorry I read the whole damn thing. <laughs> but it's important. There's a lot of... A lot of lot of info in that article about what they're doing. And that's good because I, I still love going back and playing Master Chief Collection. And yeah, I wish it was quicker to load into a match. Yeah, I wish you weren't kicked out immediately. And it'd be cool to have custom games and all these things that kind of feel like maybe they should have been in there when the game released. But we're getting them now. There's not much complaining I can do anymore about it. So 
I'm hoping for the best. Maybe this will respark the player base to come back. I know there's, I've seen streams where people have tried to go into Master Chief Collection and the matchmaking is just horrible and they end up playing Halo 5. Very true. And they might not have even wanted to play Halo 5 in the first place. Sometimes you want that old Halo feel. It does feel good. You know, people give a lot of shit to Halo 4, but I think that multiplayer is one of the best multiplayer experiences. Um, and this is coming from a guy who thinks, like, I love Halo, I love them all, but Halo 3 being my favorite. Halo 4 was really good. Um, okay, last little bit of news here. We're going to kind of try to blast through this. Um, you're a bigger collector of these than I am, Will. So I'm going to let you take this first part. What's coming out? Halo is releasing Funko Pops. Again. Again. It's been a long time. Yes. Um, in the, if you the link to the article, you'll see all the different kinds they have. Um, it's exciting. They haven't had them for a while. I know they were a big hit. Well, they, a lot of people didn't know about them when the Halo. Right. When they first came when out. they first released. Yeah. So now they're hard to find. Now they're re-releasing. Well, they're all new. Halo. Well, yes, they're all new, but they're re-releasing the Halo line. Right. Halo's back in so Funko. Halo's back in Funko. Um, I pre-ordered all of them. I was with you when you did. It was a great time. <laughs> Shout out to the dude at GameStop. He knew his stuff. He great. did. People give GameStop a lot of shit. But you know what? That one individual, he knew his shit when it came to Funko Pops. Yes, he did. I went in there. I just, he's like, what, what do you need? I'm like, oh, I just I have a weird question. Can I pre-order Funko Pops? This, like, guys, this is coming from a guy who just started, like, quote unquote, collecting them. So obviously I had no idea you could pre-order the damn things. And he's like, and his eyes just lit up. Like, oh my God. And it was, it was a great time. Um, but yeah, so that's exciting. And then something else they're coming out with are little metal, like figurines. They're made of metal and they look awesome. So they're die cast metal figurines and they have a bunch of different ones. It looks like they have Spartan Vale. They have um, Spartan Locke, Master Chief in his Halo 2 pose. They have a Grunt. They have George from Reach. Atriox from Halo Wars 2. Cortana, obviously. Arbiter. There's a good amount in there. I'm going to look for those. Those look really cool. And apparently they're like, they're pretty small. So they'd be easy to like display. I want them. Um, well, I know you don't have a Switch yet, and hopefully you get one eventually, but did you ever play Minecraft? Never got into it. I don't blame you. It's okay, but whatever. The The main point, the reason why I'm talking about this is because if you own Minecraft on the Nintendo Switch, if you guys don't already know this, Microsoft, the company, bought Mojang or Mojang the company that made Minecraft. So Microsoft now owns Minecraft. And since they like money, they've obviously just kept it on all the other platforms and the money keeps coming in. Well, if you guys also didn't know, in Minecraft, there is a Halo pack that has locations from Halo in Minecraft and a texture pack and skins for your character, so on and so forth. Well, that pack, among others, are coming to the N N Nintendo Switch version 
of Minecraft. So that's exciting. Go build some stuff. Um, it also in this article, there's Halo World Championship update talking about talent. We already talked about that last week, so we don't need to talk about that now. Uh, Will, you have the article up? Nope. Oh, you don't? I thought you did when we talked about the Funko shit. I already read the article. Oh, you oh, you amazing man. You're just ahead of the game. Well, I was going to ask you if you want to talk about the flag skins that are coming, but don't worry, I got it. So, <laughs> so that's right. Uh, you can rep your region with region-specific flag skins that are coming very soon, starting with the UK from February 19th to the 26th, Australia from March 5th to the 12th, Mexico from March 12th to the 19th, and U.S. and Canada from March 19th to the 26th. So, if you want those weapon skins, pay attention to those dates. Go get them. Should be exciting. I'm still going to rep my straight ripping skins because those are straight fire. Um, And then we... That's right, Halo Waypoint. You're late to the party because we talked about this last week. Extermination. Actually, no, we didn't. I'm a dumbass. This, uh, if you guys didn't know, there is a rotational playlist coming into Halo 5, Extermination. Um, you can go check it out. It's where it, the only way to, it's a round based game type. And the only way to win a round is to have everybody on the enemy team dead. They all need to be dead at the same time. Whether that be by a second, whether that be by five seconds, it doesn't matter. Everybody needs to be down on the enemy team for a round to be over. So, and respawn timers are increased if I'm not mistaken. So it takes you longer to respawn to take advantage of that. Obviously, um, there are maps specifically made for the game type. All Forge made. Go check it out. It's a really cool game type. It's very hectic, very fast-paced. Um, so go check it out. And then... this Is this already over? No! Ha-ha! So this article came out earlier, but tomorrow there's going to be a community play date within that extermination playlist. So you guys can uh, maybe play against some 343 community members. So go ahead and check it out. And if you face the 343 squad you win an Ice Unicorn Weapon Skin. Which you and I both have still not gotten. That's true. Even though I, like, we haven't played them during a community play date, but I believe we have played against 343 devs twice now. Twice, yep. It's been, it's been twice. Yeah. So that's exciting. Uh, go try to get that Unicorn Skin because I want it too. And let's see here. Last but not least in regards to this article, we have a Weapon Tuning Update. This is important for Halo 5, so I'm going to read it. So don't hate me, Will. We're reading this. So, the battle rifle. The primary goal with the further battle rifle iteration is to address feedback from players who experience discomfort when using some BR variants. The recoil that was introduced to the battle rifle is, too, is a bit too much when using scoped attachments. Cool. The carbine. With the carbine, the goal is to address player feedback uh, that the weapon still feels a bit too inconsistent, particularly at longer ranges. I can attest to that. Feels like bullets are going everywhere. Um, DMR. The sandbox team's goal is to address feedback that the DMR isn't adequately filling its intended role following the last round of tuning up changes. The role of the DMR is intended to shine in long-range combat while being less effective at mid-range and even then less so at close range. The storm rifle. We haven't talked much about the Storm Rifle in the past, so first, a little bit of background. This fully automatic weapon is designed to excel at close range, with large plasma projectiles that are strong against enemy shields and organic material. So in other words, 
humans. Um, while it's very lethal up close, the heat that's produced focuses the wielder to fire short, controlled bursts or risk overheating. Since the Storm Rifle wasn't included in the earlier rounds of tuning updates, but many weapons around it were, the goal here is to address feedback that is now shifted more out of balance in relation to the rest of the sandbox. In other words, the Storm Rifle is fucking broken, and they are going to hopefully fix it. The Brute Plasma Rifle. I'm not even going to read this, because it's the same thing. It's fucking broken, and hopefully they're going to fix it. Um, it doesn't tear through, like... Once, once a Spartan shields are down, the Storm Rifle just shreds you, no matter what. If you still have shields, if you don't, it just shreds you. The Brute Plasma Rifle takes your shields down in, like, a second. Not even, but it takes a longer time to, like, kill you, kill you. So still, hopefully, they'll tune that down a little bit. These five weapons are currently being tested internally and will share additional details as soon as the final spec and release date is locked. Stay tuned. In addition to the weapons above, we've also relieved, received a lot of feedback on the Magnum and the Sniper Rifle, which are both being uh, earmarked for future tuning consideration. Let's see, the Magnum. Following the tuning changes to all the other precision weapons in the Halo 5, the Magnum ended up as a bit of an outlier for the sound, in the sandbox. Currently, we know this weapon's outclass is nearly everything else with a similar intended role, and it's something the team is going to be taking a closer look at. However... Given the Magnum's implications in competitive play and the fact that we've already under we're already underway with the Halo World Championship season, we're holding off from making any public changes until sometime after the World Finals have concluded. We'll have more to say on the Magnum in the coming months. And the Sniper Rifle. There's a good amount of feedback from players at the highest level of skill that the Sniper Rifle is currently a bit too effective and quote-unquote easy to use. Overall, the Sniper Rifle is currently performing as intended for the vast majority of players, but the team will continue to monitor performance and feedback from players across all skill tiers. If any adjustments are warranted, it will come later, once the World Championship has concluded. Note that for the sake of the Halo World Championship, starting ammo was reduced from 12 to 8 rounds based on feedback to better balance it for high-level competitive play. The team will continue to monitor how it performs and what effect the reduced ammo has to help inform future decisions. Then we have a 343 team spotlight for Mr. Mark Snyder. So you can go read that if you're any at all interested because we're not going to read it. We just talked about the MCC development update. And let's see. Quick pieces of information. If you don't have Xbox Games Pass, it's 10 bucks a month. You get access to a huge library of games on Xbox One and... Maybe Windows 10? I don't know. But either way, Halo Wars 2, the real-time strategy game, the sequel to Halo Wars, is now available on Xbox Games Pass. You can go check it out if you want to. I think you can get a free 14-day trial if you want to try out Games Pass. So, there you go. Um, there's a new patch coming for Halo Wars 2 eventually. Uh, stats for Halo Reach are up. So, that's cool. If you still play fucking Halo Reach, gross. I'm just kidding. If you like it, you like it. It's not my thing. Whatever. Um, let's see. They're still working on matchmaking updates for Halo 5. Will, thanks again for getting me uh issues three and four. Yep. Yeah. Of Halo Rise of Atriox, the comic. There are gonna be five comics total. The last one's coming soon. So if you're gonna read Halo Rise of Atriox, you can get all five of them. So that's exciting. And 
apparently Kiki Wolfkill, the studio head at 343 Industries, is going to be at Silicon Valley Comic Con from April 6th to the 8th. So you can go check that out. Then they have some community spotlight as well, and we're going to get to our own later. And that does it for that article. And that actually does it for the news. A lot of news today. Not, yeah. Not a lot of articles, but a lot of info within those articles. Yeah. Holy moly. It's good to see that they are going back and changing things that the community wants. So you're telling me they're like, actually listening for once yeah oh my god like fixing mcc is a huge thing if only bungie would do the same thing with destiny too oh mic drop just kidding i'm not gonna actually drop the mic and make a loud thought and be annoying and will it have to edit it out and it's not gonna happen (laughs) (laughs) um okay well should we get into the tournament results for the game battles tournament that happened over the weekend why not do do you have this up or no the turn the doc yes oh my god he's actually on it this time guys let it okay what happened in australia okay so we had 17 teams compete for australia again we'll say it once at the beginning 2000 pro points for the winning team no matter what reason what region (laughs) no matter what reason it's 2000 (laughs) (laughs) like you just sigh well, first place took home $500 from Australia. It was Mind Freak. And $250 for second place, which was Integral nat- Nation. Uh, Mind Freak will be the one team from Australia and New Zealand that will be represented at the Orlando Championship bracket. Mind Freak has won all four of their ba- battles, their game battle tournaments. So, based off what that's, it's, it seems like there's really no. I know Integral Nation's gotten second a decent amount of the time, but it seems like. Mind Freak is that. It's just their dominant They force. got a lock. Yeah. Um, next up, we have North America. 76 teams competed in the tournament. $1,500 for first place. $500 for second place. Splice took first. Optic took second. Surprise, surprise. Literally surprising no one. Um, notable information I put down. Splice and Optic are clearly the top two teams in North America, with uh, now Envy and Reciprocity being clearly top three, four. And hopefully we'll see something different in Orlando. I mean, there's I have nothing against Splice and Optic. They're great. They're amazing. They always have been. They probably always will be. I just want to see more competition. We talked about it week in, week out. Take the next one, Will. From Europe, we have 31 teams that competed in the Game Battles Tournament. $750 for first place went to Team Infused. And the $250 prize for second went to Vex Gaming. Uh, Infused defeated Vex 3-1 in the Grand Finals. Not only this, but every series from the quarterfinals to the semifinals were all 3-0 for their respective teams. So if that didn't make sense when I typed it, um, Vexed and Infused 3-0'd all of their opponents leading into the Grand Finals. So they're obviously the top two dominant teams. Yes. With what it seems to be no competition. That might just be me blowing smoke up your ass, but it's if they're winning 3-0 every matchup, then, yeah. Duh. <laughs> um. Oh, wait, did I? No. Did I? I ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to correct myself on the spot. 
I'm probably wrong when I said they 3 0'd. Because on the on the game battles bracket, it's talk- always 3 0. Always 3 0. Fuck me. I'm sorry. That's probably wrong. Completely. I just reround myself. We're going to say that that never happened. I never said that. Deal? Okay. Perfect. I know it's on the internet. Fact check everything. Shut the fuck up. We're not. <laughs> oh my God. Maybe we'll have to have like a you're wrong segment so people can like comment and be like, um, excuse me, you were fucking wrong about that last point that you said last week. Can you correct yourself on that? No, like, it's I'm good sorry. for that. What? Twitter. That, Tweet us right. at HTS Pro Talk if anything we are saying is wrong. If you have a different look on something, let us know. Yeah, a different look. Hell yeah. Um, South America, 15 teams competed. $350 for first place, $150 for second place. Usual suspects took first, with Solid Gaming taking second. Usual suspects have won... The last three out of the four game battles tournaments with solid gaming having the last three out of the four second place finishings. (laughs) So, again, it looks like usual suspects at the top there. Solid gaming, maybe not that far behind. We'll have to see. What's next, Will? From Mexico, 21 teams. Mexico. $350 went to shock the world. For first place, and $150 went to Aztec Gaming for second. Um, Shock the World has won all four of the game battle tournaments. Aztec Gaming currently have three consecutive second place. You know what I'm looking at right here? What's that? So Shock the World has won. Maybe it's just because I'm tired and I'm a little salty bitch right now, but Shock the World has won all four of their game battles tournaments. Okay. Yep. They've won $350 per tournament. Okay. Yeah. What's 350 times four? It's 1400 1400 which is... Which is $100 less than what the first place team gets for one tournament. Each week. They're getting that each week. In North America. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> what? Oh my god. You know what? Here's a message to uh, You know what? I'm going to fucking get we're going to go further. Here's a message to all the Australia teams, the South America teams, and the Mexico teams. I really hope that you guys bring your absolute best A game possible. Because if you guys cause an upset, you guys deserve more money than that. I mean, come on. That's crazy. Oh, man. I'm looking out for you guys. Come on, shock the world. Let's see what you guys can do. All right. Community Creations. Quick one for you. The Optic Gaming YouTube channel released a new episode of their A Closer Look series. This time it's on the Believe the Hype team that competed in a Master Chief Collection. Speaking of that, uh, a Master Chief Collection uh, Invitational Tournament. And if you want to get kind of a history lesson on who the belief, who, like what Believe the Hype was, they're an older organization that have been around a while. They're not around anymore, though, at least in the Halo scene. I don't think they're around at all anymore. But you can take a look at that. It's a good video. It's a good series overall. You can take a look at other ones there, too. But 
will plug the shit out of the show. <laughs> you can follow us at Twitter at HCS Pro Talk, Facebook.com slash HCS Pro Talk, YouTube.com at HCS Pro Talk. YouTube. <laughs> we have a Twitch. Twitch.tv backslash HCS Pro Talk. Who would have guessed? We just don't do anything on it, but we have one. And of course, all of the podcast services, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, others as well. But reading here, we are still not on Spotify. <laughs> I'm gonna keep it's I'm gonna a, be a while. Yeah. It's just, it's definitely gonna be a while. I'll keep you updated though, because as soon as it happens, I'll probably jump out of my chair and start screaming. It'll be an exciting day. It will be, because I use Spotify every fucking day. And it'd be really cool if I could listen to myself on Spotify. I'm just I wouldn't actually I don't know. I do listen to the podcast after it goes live, but for all intents and purposes. Um, And last but not least, guys, quick announcement for the next week's episode. So next week's episode is going to be a normal show in in regards to the format. But we're also going to include our MRG. I almost just said MRG. That's close. It was really close. I did say MRG twice there. But MLG Orlando pre-show, where we're going to go over the seeding for the tournament, the championship bracket, the seeding for the championship bracket. We'll talk about our predictions, uh, so on and so forth. But what's going to be different about this episode is what, Will? It will be released on Friday instead of Tuesday. Mainly in part because I am taking a little vacation and I will not be here to record the show. Not mainly. It is the reason. It, it that is that the is the one reason. I'll still be here freezing my ass off in fucking Minnesota, and you're going to be in fucking Tennessee. Hey, it, it lets our our pre-show be right before the, the tournament. Our pre-show is going to be taking place. Our pre-show will go live when Orlando is going on, because Orlando's Friday through Sunday. So our pre-show will be going on <laughs> The Friday when the tournament starts, which is fine because the championship bracket I don't think starts until Saturday. I think it's like, I think it's open pool play. I think it's open bracket play and maybe the free for all on Friday. It's perfect. You can get yourself hyped up for the championship bracket. I'm already hot. I'm already hot. I'm already hyped. It's coming close. It's so close. It's almost here. I was actually really upset because I already told you, but I haven't told the listeners. I actually thought that Orlando was next weekend. Not knowing that there's another 2K tournament. So we'll cover the 2K tournament next weekend and then we'll obviously get into the Orlando stuff. Um, but yes, again, next week next week's episode will not go live until Friday, February 16th, the day Orlando starts. Yeah, it's my birthday. Is it actually? It's my birthday. I thought your birthday was Saturday. Nope, my birthday is uh, Friday the 16th. Guys, wish, wish Will a happy birthday. Um... Or, yeah, wish him a happy birthday on Twitter, at I am Mr. Mayhem. Correct. Damn straight. I'm amazing. I got that right. Um, but, yeah, ladies and gentlemen, that is going to do it for episode six of HCS Pro Talk, your weekly Halo Esports podcast. Next week's going to be a fun one. I'm super excited. And I think that's going to do it. Ladies and gentlemen, have a great night. Bye-bye.